0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Elevated Man. Uh I'm the host, Philip Anderson, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Richard Harkness. Richard, hello. Hello. How's it going? Good, thank you. Good, good. Um so this is gonna be a show a little bit about uh guys and and then the, the... <sighs> when, when we talk about an elevated man, what what would you say is the um the kind of
1: encompassing message behind that. I suppose it for me, it's it's about acknowledging that you're already a man. So that's the first aspect sure. of it, because there's a lot of you know neg- neg- negative negative uh, negative things, n- images and. Um, uh, things in the media about what you know are you man enough and and mm-hmm. society as well isn't it and I think think we're maybe going to get into this at some point yeah um so first of all recognize that you already you are already a man mm-hmm. and then the idea of the elevated man is okay how do you take that a bit further than and really get your 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 full potential as a man
0: yeah and I think I think that's so true it, it it's really the um looking at who you are and looking at who you could be and it's really about reaching that isn't it it's about the um about living into your potential living into what the your um what your elevated self would look like yeah um yeah that's that's what it is in my head anyway you came up with a, a really good topic um to start us off so um what what was the uh the first thing you wanted to talk about i did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Now, well, we talked about this idea of the uh, the portrayal in, in the media of, of, of what, a, mm-hmm. what a man should be, you know, and, and I think we've all had this, all, all men have had this, I think, since mm-hmm. they were children, really, you know, yeah. um, from That's a right. very, very early age. Boys don't mm-hmm. do this, boys don't do that. You know, the typical one, you know, uh, come on, pull yourself together, stop crying, uh, you know, man up. How many times mm-hmm. have we all heard... That yeah. expression, right? You know, you, you need to be a bit tougher, uh, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, we might all have heard those kind of expressions. Uh, I think the, the, the there's the um, big boy, Was big boys don't cry or something like that, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, that was an the old one. song, right? Was that big girls don't cry?
0: Was it not big boys? Don't... Oh, maybe it no, is girls, it's... I don't know. Someone yeah, I think it. it is. Boys don't cry is the
1: pure <laughs> one, <laughs> but uh, the general message. But that's that's the whole thing, isn't it? Um, and and now it's kind of it's kind of like that messaging. If you're on social media, which mm. I think me and Phil would both agree, we we uh, we're on it, but we don't like to be on it too much, really. Uh, yeah, is 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 the um, just the insane amount of like negative messaging that goes on there about about what a what a what an ideal man should be like you know kind of stoic ripped to pieces works 16 hours a day does the gym two to three hours a day you know Mm. smashes that smoothie gets in his lamborghini Mm. you know it's it's kind of just like oh please let's let's stop this
0: and I, i i absolutely hear like like today i was i was um I was on social media uh talking with some with some other guys and um the adverts that were popping up and I don't know what i've been i've been searching for, but there's just really uh, ripped old guys <laughs> like they're, all, they're always old guys with like big beards and they're like Rrr! like like i'm sixty eight and i i' am like this and um I, yeah maybe that says more about my uh my search history <laughs> but <laughs> It's 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 it's, uh, it's like you say. It's something that that gets into you when you're when you're young. These models of what a man should be, and I, and I wrote a little bit about it today, and it was kind of how I know certainly when I was growing up, the the portrayal of a man was you kind of um, John McLean out of Die Hard, you know, uh, one gruff grumpy man against the entire world, and you just. Have to fight everyone, and you're that that lone wolf kind of thing. And I think that it does work for some people, you know. I do, I do think that you know I don't want to just because I'm not an old ripped man. I don't want to like poo-poo the idea. If you know, if if having the juice and and look, you know, having a healthy body and and all of that. If you've got that, that's great. But I guess what we're saying is that that's not what really defines manhood. Rather than you know yeah. you, can, you can you can still be a man and have those things, but they're not necessarily they don't fall under the definition of it. Um, and I, I guess when when I look at the um, the kind of messaging about what a, a bloke should be, you also look side by side with you know to, to bring episode one into the into the real world a little bit there's suicide rates for men and they keep going up and up and up and up because you know i think if we asked people what a man should be i think we'd get some really um uh really warped really um confusing answers you know um
1: yeah kind of it's kind of that. you know you you get that feeling that that kind of lonely stoic mm. uh you know keeps keeps his cards close to his chest kind of yeah. thing handles all handles everything for himself without ever needing to b- bother bother you know inverted commas bother mm-hmm. anyone else with what's going yeah. on in his life kind of thing and i think you and i've talked before about <clears throat> how and it's one of the reasons we we set up the better man project is how men often engage in conversation at a very superficial level mm-hmm. How would do you, how do you do i mean we we kind of always did that at the start of this podcast to be fair mm-hmm. probably because we we didn't have a better way of getting into it but you know how are you do i'm good thanks yeah that's kind of like the level of most male conversations get to a lot of the time yeah. and then and then it's almost like a, uh, uh what's the phrase what's the phrase like a stone skimming off the water, kind of thing. It's 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 it it, it mm. touches something for a second, and then it's off again. Mm-hmm. You know, and then if if you look, you you're, you're on sports or the weather or whatever. You know, that's sure. kind of like yeah. Sure. So well, that's I, the kind of level we're getting to.
0: I think I think what's unique about um, our relationship, though, uh, Rich, is that we 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 talk pretty much every day, and we do yep. get into the, the bigger subjects. So it's really yep. just uh, it, when when we do check in like that. It's just to make sure that the other person's been okay since the last time we talked. But you're absolutely right. We're, we're, we've got there's three levels of conversation, right? There's the um, the first level, which is how you would engage a stranger. How are you, what do you do? Um, you know, yeah, talk about the weather is the is the classic British thing. Uh, and then there's your level two conversations. They're the ones you have with your family and your mates. tend to be you know a little bit more about how's work, what have you got going on, that kind of thing. Now, what we, are, you know, we've talked about this before, so I feel I can um, get your approval on this. We set up the Better Man Project because we wanted to create more level three conversations in men. Those mm. ones about, you know, what what does it mean to be a man? What does it, you know, where where can I go when my marriage isn't working, my business isn't working? How do how do I detach from the past? Those level three conversations because. I think there was a stat that I uh, I put out there the other day that eighty six percent of men say that they don't have a single relationship in their lives where someone checks in with how they are regularly. Yeah, and I thought that was absolutely yeah. mad. Um, and yeah, so that that that's what we look to create, and I and I think that redefining what a man or not redefining what a man is because I don't know if that's fair but, but certainly helping with the definition of, of what a man can be um, is really important and it doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's who you know is just crying and openly weeping all the time and be super touchy and feely and all of that kind of stuff and we're not saying that there, there, there can't be room for stoicism and what have you but I think that there. That encouraging and open-heartedness and being fully accepting of of you know emotions like love, sadness, things like that, really kind of owning that, I think is is more on the definition of man, in my opinion. I, I don't know what you think, Rich.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's. It's been it's been expansive, isn't it? That's one of the mm. words that comes to to mind for me is, be, is, is being able to hold all these possibilities at the same time. Uh, mm. of, uh, you can be stoic, you can you can be tough, you can be the problem solver, but you can also be loving and giving, yeah, um, and 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 empathetic and think about your family, your community, you mm-hmm. know, whatever it is. You can hold all these things at the same time. Yeah. Absolutely, and
0: I think I think that you touched on something really key there, and something that that um, that we work on with with guys is that in a way, it, it, well, I'm sure there is jobs where this is the case, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. But going into work and being all open and loving and fun might not be the best for business, right? You know, it, it's it's there's a lot of jobs out there that wouldn't suit. So you get into that problem solving laser focused mode but there's also home life and you can't go home and be in that problem solving fixing laser focused mode because I you know your wife is not someone who not your wife in ge- I mean the listeners or wives in general not your particular wife um, doesn't want to be seen as a problem to be fixed or you know something to be solved the, if they're a person, and, and switching from being that version of a man to coming home and being open and loving and, and fun for the kids and things like that—that's what we're really looking to instill, um, and, and the, the both the both sides of manhood, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's you know, it's, and it's good. It's good for men to to be able to have that as well because it mm. allows you to enjoy your full being without having, you be, without having to be pigeonholed into one way of existing all the time.
0: Yeah, and it, it's tough because most of the time I would say the people that I've come to contact with, and I'm saying this without judgment because I've been, when I worked in finance, I was someone who, I I, I was, all of my energy went into work. And I wanted to be better and I wanted to, to work harder and longer than everyone else. And the people I talk with, the, you know, the guys tend to to do the same. Uh, you know, I've I've recently been talking with this guy he owns a lot of companies. And I asked him, I said, who would you be if tomorrow would took those companies away? And he didn't have an answer. He didn't know who he was outside of that. And I know that for me, when I got home, and I only had my son at the time. I could not switch off from work. I was thinking about everything that had happened, everything that was going to happen the next day, and I just could not connect to my son and it, it felt awful and I, you know I am um, there was there was this woman on the radio it was the uh, the local radio at the time and I was driving home and I was I was miserable in this cycle of not being able to switch off from work. And the, the, there was this call-in show and she said um, how can I turn to my children and tell them to follow their passions and their dreams if every day I go to a nine-to-five and I, I'm just,
1: like
0: hmm. uh, my mind's completely warped. I remember I got home and I held my son and he was, he was just a baby at the time and I just just broke down, had an absolute break of, of, of self and I was just, just weeped and weeped and weeped and I had to hand him back and um, it was it was really like, oof it was like a train and that that's when i started doing my psychotherapy studies and things like that but i think that mentality of of throwing yourself into work and the only way you can be a man is if you provide and the only way you can provide is financially is 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 one of the most damaging things i'm i'm seeing in the guys i talk to and mm. i say that as as a as a bloke who's been there you know um, yeah. I don't know. What, what What do you think?
1: I don't know where to start with that, Phil. I mean, I can't. I couldn't even tell you that in, when I in my former work when I was a doctor. I couldn't even yeah. tell you how many conversations I had along those same lines uh, no. of people just wearing a mask every day and you know just tr- trudging on and 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 this this sense of you know I've I've got to. I've I've got to mm. do it. I haven't got a choice, you know. And 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 I, and I get I get it. I get it. You know, a lot of people out there have to hit a certain minimum income in order to to exist and survive with a mortgage and their children and and all the rest of it. Well, mm. Me and you aren't living in La La Land here. No. Um, but at the same time. That lives in a very limited world doesn't it it's it, there are there are other possibilities there are other ways of thinking about your existence if you mm. if you're willing to really kind of stand back and open up to possibility then there can be there could be a lot more options than than actually you see at first glance and that's the trouble is people think they don't have any option
0: yeah yeah beautiful and I, I think that's really true mate. and what what I find is people who Fall into that into that trap that that society's sold us, um, you know, as as young men. Is that they often, even if they get what they're going for, that it doesn't feel like how they thought it would feel. It doesn't connect how they thought it would connect, and they kind of get to the end of this road, and it just becomes well, right? Shh, you know what's next? I'm going to have to go to the next thing because I've got this this job title but i don't feel anything right i need the next it's obviously not enough i need the next and it's not enough and it's the next i'm working with this guy and he said that it's just one thing after another and he he almost started to see it as a game and he'll complete one thing get to a high level and go to the next and go to the next and go to the next and it never Mm. never landed with him and i and i kind of asked him like well what what are you doing it for and and he had no answer. It was just this automatic, work hustle repeat thing. And you know, if 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 you're listening to this and that that sounds like you, what are you doing it for? Because you, there has you know it, there has to be some enjoyment. There has to be some love. There has to be something. You have to get something from it, or else you you. I don't know. You're just running a random race, I suppose, with, without an end point, because. Unless you know what you're doing it for, you're just going to keep running and running and running and burn out. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. You don't you don't have to keep walking that path.
0: No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. There is, you know, we we, we talk about a little bit about the um, the path of resistance and the path of strength, and you know, on in the path of resistance, it's it's all push and and work and grind, and it's difficult and rrr. Uh, but there is another path, right? There is one that's, you know, it's full of love and happiness and flow and ease and they both end up at the same place. It's just you get to choose which one you go down, right? It's it's not, you're not doomed to one path. And to go back to your earlier point, you're not, it's not like you don't have a choice.
1: Yeah. And it's never too late. I think that's the other thing. Like, you know, mm. reflecting back on, you know my own journey um Mm -hmm. for for the listeners benefit i i it's i left medicine two three years ago now um Mm -hmm. and that was after being in medicine for over 20 years um -hmm. you know and i obviously put a lot of time money effort um myself (laughs) into achieving that and it's still not too late, you know, and, and mm. I, I had to do a lot of work on myself in order to allow myself to to get out of that at the end of the day, you know, or, or to move on from that. Um, but that's that's the thing. It's about. It's about recognising that, you you know, you, you, it's worth it at the end of the day. Mm. It's worth it. I mean, there's no point waiting for this magical retirement day to come around. No,
0: no,
1: it might not and, come. I,
0: It's that thing, isn't it, of if you keep telling yourself I'll be happy when I'll be happy when I get X amount of money I'll be happy when I reach retirement I'll be happy when I've got the cars when I've got the house, when I've got the woman, whatever it is the subconscious message you're always telling yourself is happiness is in the future which means happiness isn't available now Hmm. and when you get the thing that you believe will make you happy, you arrive at that place with happiness isn't available now as your core message, and therefore you can't enjoy it because you put your happiness in the future and with all the will in the world, you cannot live in the future or the past. You can only live in the now. And if your message is happiness isn't available now, you cannot enjoy anything in the now. And so the work is really... Like getting in present with who you're being now, and the man you are now, and and and, and what can you do to to really um, elevate yourself now? Because there 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 isn't this kind of magic magical future point. It's um, it's it, it's you know it's, it's there to be done now. If you keep putting it off and you keep putting it off, it'll it'll never come. Um, if that makes sense.
1: No, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of it. It takes it takes quite a bit of work, I think, to get to this this point. But the old the the ultimate realization is that there only is now. Mm. The, the, the past the past's gone. The future's never going to come. Mm. So the only moment that you're ever living in is is the current one. Yeah, absolutely. And you may as well learn to find a way to be as. As con content as you can be mm-hmm. in that moment mm-hmm. and i think, I think that's one of the things like, i I take slight issue, and I think I think you and I are on the same page with this a, a, a little bit about this, this idea, which again is another an idea that society pushes all the time mm-hmm. about being happy, living living your living your, your best life blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I think the reality is something to strife for would be contentness. Yeah, and then and then in amongst that, you may get some nice spikes of of truly happy moments. Yeah, the idea that you're going to be walking around grinning ear to ear mm. through to sixty five days a year—it's not attainable. So then you're always going to feel like you're not living a good enough life because yeah. you're not that person. And you think, oh, there are people who are living. No, they're not. There's nobody living that life. Mm. Nobody. No. I've I've, well, worked, I've worked with guys I've worked with guys you know who on paper might have the dream life you know mm. making 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 millions got cars got a beautiful wife massive house all the rest of it mm. behind closed doors they've got a massive drinking problem they've got a gambling problem. The marriage is nearly falling apart. You know, yeah. this, is, this is the veneer. That's the veneer that everyone sees on the outside. Absolutely. But what's going on on the inside is often a very different picture. Mm. And if you're one of the guys who's got all of that and you're very happy as well, then good luck to you, mate. Mm. I mean, good on you. Because yeah. there's so many people who, who don't have that balance at all.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're, they will definitely be a, um, a rare breed and an exception rather than the rule. I would say yep. From from experience of talking with a lot of people who are like that, a lot of yep. people whose lives on paper seem ideal. You know, I, I was speaking with um, someone who's an Olympic athlete and done very well, and they live in London and they've got the the perfect not the perfect but on on paper they've got they had the wife and the cars and the, the the medals and the the global recognition and um, the money and and all of that stuff and the, and the family. And they were one of the most miserable people I'd ever spoken to, mm. because they were on that treadmill we talked about. They were on that, you know, they were in the 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 cycle of suffering. They were very much in that stage of emptiness, that stage of having things but not feeling it, not not connecting to it, and, and it's just this hollow, empty feeling, and um, it, it's horrible. It's it's a horrible thing, and I and I um, I never. You know, it's it's not something I like hearing, but it's something that I'm hearing again and again and again and again. People losing their identity. and
1: What's that term? There's a term for it, isn't it? I can't think. Term for what, sorry? There's a term for that specifically about athletes. Um, oh. I f- oh, is it, the, uh, is it the, the Olympic? It's something to do with, like achieving olympic level success and still not being satisfied Mm. and it's it's a term that very much exemplifies that kind of idea of like so i had a talk i I had a talk but i went to a a ted talk where there was a a female female olympic uh winner Mm -hmm. um talking on stage and she exemplified this idea of never getting to the end and never being enough because mm-hmm. she she got the olympic gold medal and went oh okay yeah but how many people can do it twice so then that became a goal she had to get <laughs> another olympic gold medal you know and, and yeah. it's just like and when when she's when she explained it when she put it in context it's like at that moment in time you are you know as far as you know, and as far as the world knows, you are literally the best person in the world at that mm-hmm. at that sport, mm. and that still isn't enough for you. Wow! Yeah, I mean
0: yeah. it's incredible.
1: It, it just it just it, I think why that's important is it shows shows that 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 emotion and that feeling of inadequacy scales right to the very top of 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 human performance. Oh. It's yeah. not something that's reserved for, for, you know, um, you know, people going to their, their everyday jobs and accountancy mm. and, and whatever you want to call it. You could be literally the very best in the world and still feel mm-hmm. inadequate and that you're not you're not doing enough and that you'll be happy when. It yeah. goes goes all the way up to the top of performance scale. Yeah. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. And and you know, what just kind of going back to about the um the definition of, of being a man, right? It's, it's about, yeah. it's not about that that happiness every day. That's, that you're absolutely right. That's promoted by, I don't, when you said that, what really came to my head was, was those, um, is it yogurt or cereal adverts where it's always got people laughing while eating them? If you, if you, <laughs> if you give it a Google, I think it's um, women laughing at salads or something like that. And there's, they're always like, they've got loads and loads of joy and they're just like, ah. Um, <laughs> I've never left eating the salad to to, to, to this day, but yeah. it's not about that. For, for me, it's about creating an ease and a flow and an acceptance of self every day. And that doesn't mean being happy every day, but it mm-hmm. means, you know, respecting yourself every day and working on that and working on your relationships and and creating as much ease with yourself as possible. That that's what it really is for me um and yeah it's 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 something that that is so so rare i think uh, or at the moment it's rare you know i'm sure i'm sure we'll, we'll set about putting this changing that anyway um but yeah it's 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 about i mean i, I guess i'm i'm looking to um to kind of wrap up a little bit about about the definition of manhood what what have you got to uh kind of put in on that
1: um... i think i just go back to the point that i made at the start is that you're already a man mm-hmm. and don't let anybody tell you that you're not yeah, and that absolutely. and that really if I could say anything that to to take away from it is that you're already enough as mm-hmm. who you are does that mean that you can be Complacent and no, absolutely yeah. not. You you absolutely can improve on where you are, but you're but you're fine just as mm-hmm. you are now, because as long as you're living it, it, with the mindset of that you're inadequate or you're not good enough, that's always going to hold you back on on yeah. on the journey that you're on. Yeah, and that
0: that's really well said, mate. And I think that that yeah, a big message from this because because it can easily be interpreted that way. We're not saying. Give up all ambition, you know. Give up no, the, no, no. you know. Money's fantastic, you know. It, it, it's great. Get it while you can, but not at the expense of yourself and your health and your relationships. And I think, yes, acceptance of where you are. Stop fight. Stop fighting with the the reality of things, right? And and the, the when you're driven by, um. Something you don't like about yourself, and and think you should be more, it, it kind of carries with it this not super constructive energy, right? Like, if if I was going to the gym because I hate my body and loathe it, and and I think I look disgusting, I'm going to run into you know there'll be times when I maybe I'm not very well, or the gym's closed, or whatever, and I have some setbacks, and then all of a sudden I'm right back in that horrific place of of self-loathing and what have you versus okay I've accepted where I am I've accepted my body and I'm now going to the gym for because I want to be healthy uh, or I want to hit a particular target it carries with it a very different energy and I guess that's what I'm picking up on, on what you're saying about you are where you are and you are a man right now that doesn't mean we can't you know look at elevating that just to you know throw the podcast name in there um, but it's it's not like we're saying oh you accept where you are that's that's it that's done, but rather stop fighting with with where you are stop yeah yeah and 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 just we can look to improve in a in a healthy way instead of it's taking
1: it's taking so much energy away from people isn't it that yeah. that that uh, I that that thought of, of fighting against who you are the whole the whole time mm. and I mean honestly and I think. I think we, we we we've both been through this. It can be really tough to mm-hmm. to look at yourself in that way and just fully accept the reality of where you, where you're at with things. It's it isn't easy. It, it could be quite painful. Yeah. But once you kind of get over that process, then you can start going. Okay, let's be real. This is where I am mm-hmm. now. How now? How do I start to move forwards from here? Because for yeah. as long as you're, you know, as long as you're telling yourself that you're, you know, I don't know a healthy gym rat or whatever, but the mm. reality is you only go twice, twice a month and mm. you, you, you spend 10 minutes there when you do and the other 50 minutes you're chatting to, to, to the guys. Mm. You're fighting against your own reality all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I, I, th- I think it, um, an al- analogy I would like to use is like, you know, what happens when you start up a, a sat-nav or a GPS? It finds out where you are so that it can help hmm. you get to where you're going. Yeah. And that's not gonna first, work unless first, you know where you are. That's you the first it, thing it does, yeah. 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 And it it's you know, it's pointless giving it the wrong location. So the first bit of the work is finding out where you are. And um I think that <sighs> I've lost my thought, mate. I've lost my thought completely.
1: How 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 would you suggest guys could start that process in film? Where's a good where's a where's an initial jumping off point? Do you think an initial jumping
0: off point? Oh well, okay. When when people say be a man, right? we we've all heard it in some form or another at some point in our lives. Usually, someone said be a man, man up, what, what, whatever the phrase is. I think what they really mean is. Not not so much in a, you are not a man, become one, but rather they're saying, be the man that they know you could be. Live mm-hmm. into your potential, step up. And, and I want, you know, the, there needs to be more people stepping up the line and taking ownership and saying, you know, uh, that, that not just waiting for a disaster to come along before they work on things, but but actively look to, to improve themselves. What would I say people can do? Um, they can, well, you know, <laughs> selfishly, I would say join the project. And that, that's not from a, a, a wanting us to um, grow as a business, but rather that I, I think that what we're offering is, is, is fantastic. Um, but if it's not us, do some research, join a, join a men's group, get that community around you, start creating those level three conversations and find places because there are places... There are there are tons and tons and tons of groups online. I did loads of research before we, we opened ours. Um there are there are local groups, there are all kinds, but but creating those conversations, finding people you can have those real conversations with, not just the the drunk ones with your mates where you talk about, you know, what what's beyond the stars or whatever, but like real, real conversations. With with blokes as well, because you know, I th- I think that there is this this stigma that holds us back from having these conversations with other men and and, and our unique position in uh, in life. What what do you think, Rich?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think that's a good piece of the the, the puzzle. Definitely, mm. uh, I was going to I was going to suggest if for. For men if they wanted to do some work on themselves, maybe a, a good exercise would be just to look at um maybe think about some of the people who you admire and you mm-hmm. and are your role models. Um <clears throat> or maybe they're not exactly role models, but, but guys that you really admire and you know, in the mm-hmm. world of sports or business or, or it could be in even in your your personal life that you know, somebody that was a father figure to you growing up, it mm-hmm. might not have been your own father. Uh, and you know, let's Let's be fair, let's, you know, I was just going to, as that thought's popping into me, you know, let's be prepared to forgive our our fathers as well, because... Mm. They're just human beings at the end of the day, and oh, they man. might not have yeah. always been the perfect role model to us. So I feel I
0: feel like that's a, an entire different episode in its own. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> but I just thought it's worth, yeah, worth yeah, throwing yeah. that in throwing there because some there. guys might be like, "Well, my dad, my dad was no kind of role yeah, model." Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be your own, you know, father, but it could could have been you know father of your best mate, who was an yeah. amazing guy. You know, influential figures, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's worth just looking at that and then breaking down what is it. Really asking yourself what is it about those people that you admire, and what characteristics do they do they have, and then thinking about do you have any of those characteristics yourself? Mm-hmm. Could you nurture them a bit more? Could you foster them a bit more? If you don't have them, what's the first thing that you could do to start developing that that ability? Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, I think that whatever you do, the only thing not to do is nothing. Right, it's 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 that inaction yeah. that'll. If if you want to get different results, if you want to uh, into um, change your state and and you know fix things, then you have to take action. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I, that's, I, and that's and that's something we would say. I would say after after every episode of this podcast for any for anyone listening oh, is yeah, that yeah. is to 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 think what can I take away from this and what can I yeah. do yeah. at the end of it
0: absolutely absolutely guys i think that is is a good place to wrap it up um yep. richard it's it's been a pleasure um and we will talk to you guys on the next episode see you soon guys bye bye